In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Faith and hope will pass. Charity will not. And then we will see him face to face. Not anymore, like today through a mirror. As we progress in our Lenten meditation upon the sacrament, it seems fitting to choose today the sacrament of the last rites, the extreme unction, as we rudely said. How rude is it to say, last rite, the extreme unction. Isn't it softer to say sacrament of the sick? Let's carry. Baptism and last rite are indeed the two ends of our spiritual journey. As you know, or we all should be aware of, in a very more distinct, aware way, that there is two inseparable realities of every human being, that is, the body and the soul. Today, the world pretend that we are only a body, piece of flesh, soul, reason, with body, blood, bones, but no soul. As what? The reality of the soul is obvious. That's what makes the difference between humans and every other species. The progression of the sacrament follows the order of spiritual life and corporal life. Birth corresponds to baptism. Growth is a confirmation, food, the Eucharist. Penance is about our sicknesses, marriage and order, our state of life. And finally, we are going to die. Therefore, it is fitting to have a sacrament just for that. Shall we be afraid of calling the priest to give the sacrament of the dead or of the dying. Does the sacrament bring death to the sick people? Does it add some trauma to the person that is already worried, should we not be silent about the fact that they have only few days left? Should we not keep him happy instead of destroying the last hope that he had or he has in order to be healed? 
Often, the one who is dying is the last one to know that he is dying. Everybody knows around because the doctor told them, because it's obvious, but we want the person to ignore it. And such is the culture of our medical staff today. We let him enjoy his last day. But it is, my dear brethren, the worst thing to do. Assisting the dying is one of the most beautiful work of mercy. Call the priest when times come. Your turn is going to come. And you want to teach your children to do the same. So what is the traditional teaching about this seventh sacrament? Who can administer the sacrament? To whom? How many times? How is it done? Did you ever witness the sacrament of the sick? Sacrament of the sick is of divine institution. That's why it is a sacrament. It is administered by the priest. Only a priest can give the sacrament. As a matter of fact, the word of the institution are found on St. James, called the priests. If somebody is sick in your house, and they will announce the sick man, and he will be healed. And the word of the institution is on the plural form. Therefore, it, it used to be possible to call several priests to come to give the different unctions for the person who was dying. To imagine that you will need to have a few priests to give the sacrament of the sick, it's hard to find one. <laughs> that would be terrible. One priest is sufficient as a minister. Traditionally, who can receive the sacrament? Traditionally, according to the whole teaching of the Church, only those who are near to death because of sickness can receive the sacrament of the sick. Not anyone who has a flu or who is getting old, who just had a nice birthday. No, you have to be near to death. That is a tradition of the church. Today, the sacrament seems to be given to anybody who wants to receive it. Line up and get your sacrament. Technically, the sacrament is lower down to the form of a blessing. Even soldiers that are going in the battlefield, we can say they are ready to die, cannot receive the sacrament of the sick because they are no sick. They might be close to death, but not out of sickness. 
where they are wounded, then they can receive the sacrament of the sick. Before the sacrament, before going to battle, there is another sacrament that is called the sacrament of penance, that is the one that they should receive. The sacrament of the last rite is also to be counted among the, the five sacraments of the living. You know the distinction between the sacrament of the living and the sacrament of the dead. There is two sacraments that are considered as sacrament of the dead and five of the living. Sacrament of the dead is baptism, are baptism, and penance. Why? Because when you receive the sacra those sacraments, you are dead. Spiritually, your soul lost life. Through mortal sin that killed the grace of God in your, in your soul, or through original sin that didn't give you, didn't impede you to have life in your soul. The baptism gives you life, penance restores life. Sacrament of the sick does not by itself. Sacrament of the sick, you have to receive it consciously or with the intention to receive it. But Father, I am sick. I am in the coma. How can you know? The priest needs to have some clue that the person wanted to receive the sacrament of the sick. He cannot go through hospital room to room and give the sacrament randomly. And that is why it is better to call the priest as the person is still aware of what's going on. Because like every sacrament, the more you put your intention in receiving the sacraments, the more you are attentive of what you receive, the greater the grace you receive are. Sacramental grace. You receive a sacrament no matter what, because it's a sacrament. But the fruits are different according to our intentional attention. How is the sacrament administered? And I say, I described now the sacrament of the sick is a traditional rite. The sacrament of the sick gives the person 11 unctions. 11 times the priest is going to make the sign of the cross with the oil of the sick, blessed on Holy Thursday by the bishop, Holy Thursday of the year. Eleven times. Today, that's one time. Eleven times, where the priest is going to anoint eyes, ears, nostril, mouth, hand, hands, and feet. All the senses external senses that we have. These, 11, these senses have been consecrated already 
on the day of baptism for adults. And the baptism of adults, the priest is going to do or does in the traditional rite, consecrate all of his senses with catechumen oil. And say, this, use your senses for the glory of God. At the end of your life, God the priest, God the priest, will say, may God forgive you whatever wrong you have done by the, the use of your sight. May God forgive you whatever wrong you have done by the use of your hearing, of your power of speech, power of taste, of moving, of doing with your hands. Like that, indeed, we are sure to be covered for all the sin of our life, because that's what we do. We sin, actually, through the five senses. Does the sacrament make you die? Of course not. As a matter of fact, many times people get better after receiving the sacrament. Through the virtue of the sacrament, and every nurse, every doctor will tell you that the patient who has received the sacrament of the sick gets calmer and therefore heals better. Even the psychological sense. So do not be afraid of this moment. Every day we pray for a good death. Father Shenson, who is a moral theologian who wrote beautiful big on how to administer a sacrament, says that at the moment of his death, he wants that a priest is brought in to give him the sacrament of the sick and that his friend bring champagne that they can celebrate his death with him, if possible, before he goes. And that's right. That's the attitude that we should have in front of death. So let's have his great charity to call the priest before it's too late. A dead person cannot receive a sacrament, a dead person cannot be absolved, is too late. The sacrament can be received many times. Every time you recover and you fall sick again, you can receive again the sacrament. Another good thing to know is that each priest that gives the sacrament of the sick receives automatically the mandate of the Holy Father himself to give the papal blessing and the plenary indulgence at the moment of death. That means that at the moment of death, you receive this indulgence that not, er only, the, that not only you are erased sins, but the pain due to sin, technically, if you receive the last rite, rightfully, 
with all the good intention, you are forgiven of your sin and you are wiped out of the debt due to sin, no purgatory. That is a good deal. That a great grace is not given to everybody. That is the reason why we pray daily, now and at the hour of our death. Ask for a good death and be aware a good death is not, absolutely not, a sudden death. Is not. Don't wish for that. May Our Lady pray for us now and the other of our death. Amen. In the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.